This went beyond my wildest dreams. Thank you for making trio new. Hello and welcome to We Can't Rewind, We've Gone Too Far, a podcast where a Scotsman, an Irishman and a Bulgarian discuss the worst, silliest and weirdest as fuck music videos. Hi, I'm Nelly. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Neil. During this podcast, it didn't take us long to realize that the 90s were a dark, dark place for music videos. And nothing made it grimmer than shitty CGI and that unmistakable horrible your techno beat mixed up with shitty autotune and earworm lyrics that make you want to rip your head off. Anyway, here is Blue Double D by iPhone 65. This week we're going for the jugular. Right in the jugular. I wonder what color the blue guys bleed. Oh. Yo, listen up, here's the story about a little guy that lives in a blue world. And all day and all night and everything he sees is just blue, like him inside and outside blew his house with a blue little window and a blue corvette and everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around cause he ain't got nobody to listen to I tried to sort of word this like a song so don't laugh because it'll put me off that <laughs> was the make point laugh. thank you for Thank you for getting the point when I was writing it. So, Dave, if you can put the um the the, the back and track to this, I'll tr- I'll try. Yo, listen up. Here's a story about some Italian guys that lived in the impossible world of the late nineties. Italian techno, when everything was so possible, possible, possible. Wow, you really went for that. The, the middle bit was a bit. A bit shite, but you know what? Yeah. It pass. <laughs> this was this went beyond my wildest dreams. Thank you for making trio new. So I saw Nelly put that in the document before she put Neil above it, and I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, your bravery has been noted. It's fair. The video was released in 1999 by Blisco Media, a computer graphics division of Bliss Corporation. It's always an amazing start to find out that the music video was directed by a corporation. After all, they do make the best music videos. Former employees of the company who worked on the video recall brainstorming sessions. They were a team full of sci-fi and gaming fans naming Blade Runner and Star Wars as sources of inspiration. Thoughts and prayers for Ridley Scott and George Lucas. But thankfully for Eiffel 65, Bliss Corp had their backs. The video was listed on NME's 50 worst music videos ever, and I do wonder why. The video was aged like a fine wine. Shame the wine was on a two-for-one offer. It's another CGI fest this week, but instead of Bulgarian Dungeons and Dragons, it's an Italian space opera. We open with the band being observed by some strange blue aliens from a distant planet. They proceed to abduct the lead singer and deposit him on stage to perform a gig for the party-loving aliens. Meanwhile, the rest of the band give chase in their very own spaceship, land on the alien mothership and proceed to violently murder their way through the alien guards in the style of a PlayStation 1 action game. Shenanigans ensue and the band manages to recover the lead singer, but as they leave, the aliens put a big sign up declaring please come back and the band returns to put on a gig for them. Which begs the questions, why can't we all get along and why didn't they just phone their agent? Did you actually think they had an agent? Uh, <laughs> according to the, the behind the scenes stuff, they didn't really. It seemed to me like it was kind of like a art collective thing they were in. Um, art in about five quotes. Yeah, uh, a techno collective. <laughs> techno collective. <laughs> like the best kind of collective in the 90s. So, first question, who is Don? 
Who's Don? I didn't really get this bit in the notes. Who, where does it mention Don? I don't know. Not, I didn't write huh? this. I thought you wrote this. I didn't write, write it. No, I don't know where that showed up from. Um, <laughs> is that from last week's show? Could it be who is Donnie and Mon- Monchel? Maybe, but right. <laughs> I don't know who is Don. I okay. thought you wrote it and it's been no. like 10 I minutes watching the video it. trying to find who is Don. Okay, okay, well, um, we've checked that off the list. Let's move on. <laughs> yes, right. So Don is currently missing and uh, presumed dead. dead. We don't talk about Don. No, no, we don't. All I'll say is that man knows how to dissemble an AK-47. Anyway, it's like, I remember this pretty well from when I was a kid, but the first impression I think everyone got at the time and everyone still gets is that their faces on the aliens are fucking horrific. Mm. They, they really hadn't quite nailed down doing CGI faces yet, I don't think. <laughs> Moving in a natural way and when they're kind of bopping their heads along and singing along, it just... Ugh. I remember finding it not as annoying as it is nowadays because I was eight and I was probably target audience, I'd imagine. I-, I don't remember hating it, but also I kind of remember being s- kind of scared of to watch the <laughs> video, which is kind of funny because I grew up watching The X-Files since I was four or something, and yet I found this video horrifying to watch. And Donnie and Munchell. I don't think I ever really knew what the lyrics were, because it's just like a rhythm, and you just sort of put your own words to it sometimes. But We'll get to this. We'll get to that, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> It's, it's always just stuck with me and it's, I don't think it's a negative um, thing it's not like that bastard crazy frog but you know it's I think the thing about crazy frog is that that was specifically made to be a gag video to a gag song while this one I think they genuinely thought that they were creating this amazing piece of art like the the employees like the CGI artists who worked on the video and they're talking about like you know brainstorming sessions and how they're all full of ideas and they, they want to create this amazing sci-fi world, world and it's like really? Is that what you managed to create? Mm. The problem with the video, just right off the bat, is that it's not it's not self aware enough. It, they genuinely think that they were, they did something amazing, and they're probably proud of it. They actually the second video or second single that Eiffel sixty five came out with, they had the aliens back in that again, uh, and I'll stick a link to that in the show notes. So they definitely seem to want to keep going with it. They thought they were onto something golden here. They they wanted this to be almost like like a, like a character that lives on throughout. I don't know, the album or the videos or... So what ha- what happened there? Basically, the, the, the aliens came back in the next the next video. On top of that, the alien had its own song. <laughs> and the alien, or I guess it's one of the specific aliens, was called Zerotl. Zerotl. Yeah. All right. He has his own website you can still go to called Zerotl.com. And you can see this in the show links. I'm looking at the website and um, it's it's quite lo-fi. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that it still operates. Yeah, so someone's really dedicated renewing that domain every year. That's Because the corporation company people they still they still exist so probably that it's literally like at the bottom of the their bills every month and they just forget does anyone know what the rottle.com is no okay we'll just leave it going <laughs> okay just, someone's kink <laughs> hey if someone is into blue aliens when absolutely not to judge someone will be don't google that no, oh, I want to go to DeviantArt. If you if you ignore the the Zerotl cinematic universe <laughs> as a standalone <laughs> video, do you think it holds up any better? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. This video is both the worst thing ever, yet everybody remembers it. Mm, yeah, like, is it actually a genius masterpiece that we just completely over overlook? Actually, I actually didn't realize it was as old as it was. I can remember people 
singing this all the way to, into when I was in high school and stuff like that. Mm. So I think I'd, so I obviously had some staying power in Scotland at least, but you know, Scotland in the 90s and 90s and shit techno kind of go hand in hand. So No, they were always there. Like, I've definitely remember listening to it being up out in, like in clubs or something, uh, when I was a teen in Bulgaria in the mid 90s. It's, it's a definite phenomenon that still sticks and I don't know if you just the nostalgia for it. I don't know if it's just because it was around when I was growing up, if, if the power of nostalgia has its control over me in this situation, but I don't, I don't listen to it and go, this is a terrible song, even though musically it's simple as fuck. The lyrics are simple as fuck. So objectively, it's not like a great piece of art. However, whenever I listen to it, I don't automatically go, oh, this is a piece of shit. Maybe it's just one of those lightning in a bottle situations where yeah. they got something really catchy and it just... Stayed on forever. Did you guys watch the Vice documentary about it? Yeah. Partially. I find it really interesting that obviously when they were in their Blisco commune, that <laughs> You know, it, it had it had balls that were paper thin and everyone could hear everyone. And, you know, someone literally heard the melody being played on a piano. They wrote the song and had lyrics and whatnot within two hours. It was, it was made fast and sort of had its moment in time. It had this weird sort of glitch where it just kept on being in people's heads. And it was kind of the first ever viral style song or video that, you know, once people watch, they never forget it. The Vice documentary we're talking about is uh, Neil found it beforehand and there's a link in the description if you want to watch that it's pretty good for a vice video it's not doing the usual vice bullshit so that's fun i tried to watch the gen- genuine did but i stopped it halfway through because there's a moment where when he was talking about the thought process behind the actual lyrics how they were very impressed with the idea of like being blue because it's almost like a universal feeling which you could be you know you could be sad or you see it could be a smurf and i just could not <laughs> I, I just absolutely could not put it past me that they are so full of shit that they well, thought that they sounded, that. yeah, they just thought they sounded amazing on that. I, I usually find that with films and stuff like that, uh, when people say, oh, this is a metaphor for that, most of it was a coincidence and they just made that up later for a crowd to hear. <laughs> yeah. So apropos of nothing, gen- gentlemen, I did I did a thing which you just told me not to do, but I did it anyway. And I looked up throttle on Deviant, Deviant Art. Oh God, don't do that. No, 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 no. Oh, Nelly, stop. I'm no. Very, no, no, no. I'm very happy to say... No penises. Okay. Um, it's very, very, it's very tasteful. <laughs> it's, it's artfully done. It's very artfully done. Turn my VPN on before I click this. There is one sort of a, like, furry thing going on, but nothing sexual. <laughs> very, very tasteful. Oh, good question. It's actually got the band in it as well, and a yes. dog. No, 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 no. That's, uh, that, that's the lead singer. But as okay. a furry, I guess, okay. clearly some... <laughs> people still feel about this. The last video, the last pictures they posted is from last year. <laughs> Someone is still making fan art for this fucking uh, bullsack. So what uh, Neil was saying about it being a glitch and it kind of just keeps on going. Apparently it's still going. Yeah. Oh my God, that last one's wow. a bit disturbing because the alien's like the same size as all the band members. I'm sure that there's like an uncensored version of this which is not post online which I don't care to see. Well, shout out to uh, Zerottles fan community. Uh, um, yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Keeping the dream alive. Yeah. Email. <laughs> Go to forecast at gmail.com and uh, explain. Please don't email your fan out of Zerotto. So do you want to talk about your unfortunate connection? Yes. The song is kind of has a permanent connection in my head to 
Rangers and Celtic, which for people who don't know are two football teams in Glasgow, uh, they don't really like each other. There's kind of a rivalry thing going on. My school was predominantly full of Rangers fans and they would always sing, uh, I'm blue, if I was green I would die. Uh, because <laughs> Celtic are green, Rangers are blue, so they're, I'm blue, if I was green I would die. And I think they, I think they did sing that at Rangers games for a while. It's always in my head been connected to the probably the most annoying thing about Glasgow which is a stupid football rivalry which uh, <laughs> dominates a lot of the discussion when it should just fuck off in my opinion Kate can you tell I'm not a football fan <laughs> <laughs> true but think of it that way as far as modifying songs to offend your uh, football rival goal this is not quite like the worst thing you could listen to it's a Rangers chant which isn't full of bigotry yes yeah let, let's put it that way it's actually better than most of them five people working on this video and it was a thing they said that none of them was like proper properly trained on 3ds max which 3D, 3ds max nowadays is a nightmare to work on i can imagine how it was in like 20 years ago yeah for someone who is not trained into this i was almost not gonna use the word impressed but also like not disgusted by the rigging of their creations the actual animation is garbage and the actual crew character creation is garbage but the rigging was not i've seen much worse even from like modern movies do you want to explain rigging for people who don't know including me not me but i'll get because from actual animation corner because he knows what he's talking about every week <laughs> does <laughs> he have a theme tune yet Wait, yeah, yeah. Jinx. <laughs> if you want me dave i can i can sing uh some lyrics i think uh i think i've unlocked a new skill today achievement unlocked sing a song Okay, so rigging is all about like basically inserting a skeleton into a 3D model to give it a bone and making it move because otherwise there's you use the skeletons and to um, rotate the model basically and the bits of the model. So to rig something is to give it a skeleton and make the 3D model move in the correct way with the skeleton. These guys did do some rigging on their models. Uh, it's not very good. Well, for 1998, it's probably right. The thing that I kind of took notice of when I watched it was the fact that you can tell some parts they animated themselves and some parts they bought some mocap data and plugged it in. Huh. The bit, like, right at the beginning when they're in, like, the guys are, like, driving the spaceship or whatever. Yeah. The animation is very simple. They are moving one or two bones at a time. And it's just kind of, like, moving left and right, like, rotating, like, not really doing anything complicated. And it doesn't look very good. It's, like, very typical, like, I have made something and rigged something for the first time. I'm going to animate it. And then, like, halfway through, they're, like, fighting. The guys are running around, and it's, like, properly animated with, like, very kind of detailed animation. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's a mocap. They've got some data of a mo from some mocap studio somewhere and shoved it onto their rig. And they're just like, this is why we have a fight scene now, because we bought some fight scene mocap. It was a bit like last week I was saying they, they looked like they'd bought in a bunch of stock models. So in this one, you reckon they bought stock mocap? Yeah. yeah they, 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 <laughs> like, the model they have... 
their little blue man is clearly something they made. Like they're very proud of it. The animation <laughs> is like custom to it. So where like they're singing or they're waving, they're doing like their little dance. That is clearly custom animation and it's awful. Um, <laughs> Stop like, shooting on people's uh, work score. I'm just saying it's it's <laughs> it's not professional. Um, oh, and, excuse me, they yeah. got paid for that. And like, but then when you when you see them running, the running animation is the same animation for both models. When the two blue guys are running down the hall, it's exactly the same animation. I, I literally just cut to that in my screen. Yeah, it's-, it's literally the same animation. And also, it looks really bad on the model because the model isn't super well rigged for that animation. So the model's kind of a bit squished in a weird way because the mocap is the mocap data, and they're just put it on the model they're like right here's an animation which is telling telling like an arm bone to rotate like this here's our model completely different from what this was supposed to do but we're gonna it'll work anyway do it and the, the model's all like squished up a little bit not very comfortable right okay two very different types of animation in there one okay and one very clearly like to the mouth movements when they're in the ship the mouth movements te- are very telling yeah i was th- i think that's the one that always sticks to me because it looks it's it does that uncan- uncanny valley thing where it's actually slightly disturbing yeah absolutely not a great one that <laughs> so, well so thank you for explaining animation to us i think what I was, I was saying earlier some of it's not bad i'm not talking about the models they are clearly shit but um the actual environments sometimes sometimes the lighting looks okay like I think Neil mentioned one, yeah. uh, one shot in a yeah, corner. Yeah, there's a couple of moments. Yeah, so obviously that's a as Scott was just saying, it's a that was a purchased 3D um, made um, environment, and mm-hmm. uh, they just made Mister Blue Man, um, Zootro, whatever you want to call him. Uh, we just run through it. Yeah. Zorotto, how dare you, Neil? Zorotto. Hmm. Zerato. That actually makes sense. They probably did buy all the other stuff, which probably explains why that looks good. Cowboys. We're cowboys. <laughs> Speaking of the like the actual character design, let's talk about this. Why did they have big blue, blue ball sacks for heads? It kind of looks like they're they're going for a cross between like a child's drawing of an alien, maybe green guy usually. That and like something from Star Trek because they've got the weird head bit ridges on their head. Wait, did it uh, say Star Wars? So I started looking into blue aliens from Star Wars and none of them really look like that. Did I say Star Wars? I meant Star Trek. Yeah, no, but because they said Star Wars. Oh, they said Star Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah, I started looking for but nothing. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> uh, it's part of my nightmare if you as a kid. watching them all getting slaughtered by the band right now. Oh yeah, let's <laughs> talk briefly about this part. Okay, so the whole concept of this video, from what I understand, I guess, is that th- those blue aliens are so bored of life that they find this random Italian band, kidnap them, and that apparently the highlight of their, like, I don't know, life? One of the Hitchhiker's Guidebooks, I think it might be the one that wasn't written by Douglas Adams, the newest one. There's a new one? Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. One of the plots is uh, these aliens who are living on Pluto uh, become obsessed with Earth's TV because they've all lost their memory and the only media they can find. The aliens have obviously been floating around watching Earth's TV and they've taken a liking to Eiffel 65, the latest sensation sweeping the nation. They've decided to abduct them so they can put a gig on for them. Uh, Isn't that the plot to one episode of Futurama where some race of aliens kept on watching American sitcoms for some reason and they thought that was real life? 
So some TV show, which you can't remember the name of, got cancelled. They didn't agree with that. So they kidnapped the actors because they thought they were real or something. And they were like, you know, tell us how this the story ends. This this is also the story to Galaxy Quest, now I think about it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. this is this is well-trodden ground in the sci-fi. We've got mm. three off the top of our heads. So yeah. four if you include, include this. Of course we include this. Uh, Neil, <laughs> do you have any input to this uh, trope that we accidentally just discovered? Uh, no comment. <laughs> well, uh, he seems awful cagey about that. Yeah. Maybe Neil's a blue alien. This explains so much. Neil, show yourself. I'd, every bit. Take everything off. It's a bit cold for that. <laughs> well, it's, it's fine. If, if there's a problem, you turn blue, but if it's fine. Don't come in the water, see if you float. <laughs> <laughs> Burn him! Uh. But yeah, but basically, basically, from what we can gather, these all these aliens wanted was Eiffel 65 to come on the ship and play a gig for them. So they abduct the lead singer, take him up. Then the rest of the band, who also have a spaceship, by the way, don't know if I mentioned that, go and go and try and save him. But they murder like like twenty or thirty of the alien guards in the process. It's a bit of a are we the baddies sort of situation. This one. I think it's a problem with the moment when the aliens were like, oh yeah, please come back to us with a massive sign. And they thought, hmm, yeah, that's legit. We should do that. Although we just murdered half of their planet. What's the worst that it can happen? <laughs> I, th- I think it all boils down to a communication issue, as so many things in life do. Yeah. Indeed. He, what you're trying to say is that their relationship is based on abuse and uh, <laughs> monetary control. Monetary control. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism strikes again. Hold up, is that why they're blue? Because they're, they, that's like final form of capitalism. So this is a, actually set in the future and all the capitalists have left the earth and become these little blue guys. It makes perfect sense now. It does make perfect sense. Also makes sense why they're so like ready to, you know, to kidnap <laughs> and then to shoot down people who don't agree with them. But the moment the people they want and need run away... They're like, no, come back, please. I do actually kind of see the connection you're making now. Yeah. We have discovered the conspiracy yet again. Because I was kind of defending the aliens, but the aliens did just kidnap the guy. So it was kind of their fault anyway. Side note, why did they kidnap only the lead singer? What did they think will happen? He's going to be singing this masterpiece a cappella or something. People always overvalue the lead singer and undervalue the rest of the band. I think that's a prime example right here. It's going to sound a bit shy, isn't it? Or just him? Dabba-dee-dabba-dee, probably one of the most famous cases of misheard lyrics in all of history. It's pretty much open to interpretation what they're saying, if you're not listening closely. I'm blue, I believe I'm a guy. If I were green, I would die. If I die, I would eat apple pie. I believe I can fly. Without a beat, I could die. Grab a flea, grab a fly. I'm in a needle for guys. I'm a green apple guy. (laughs) I'm a bean, I'm a guy. Uh, well, this this one has been stuck in my head ever since that's how you said it. So, in Aberdeen, I would die. I get him beat up at night. Double D, double die. I would meet other guys. Aberdeen, i bye. All will bleed, all will die. I flew the sea and the sky. <laughs> I need me or I'll die. die. We did it, guys. Hey. I've got a game as well for the listeners at home. Uh, Future Me has pasted all of these into the show notes. So if you go to your podcast player of choice and go to your show notes, focus on one of the sentences. And I swear to God, you will start hearing the sentence 
instead of Dabba Dee Dabba Die because I was reading it earlier and I read In Aberdeen I Would Die and then that was all I could hear. I'm going to play the song now. <laughs> find another uh, lurk and okay I've just blown everyone's mind <laughs> in the future I'm doing final points who wants to start there is not much to say about this video is there I'm fairly certain there is no human being on the surface of the planet who has not encountered this magical piece of shit video. And yet, the only reason why everybody still remembers, still remembers it is because of this piece of shit video. You know, animation is garbage, music is horrible, lyrics are non-existent. And yet, we're still here talking about it with reminiscence 22 years later. The sort of logical half of my brain, everything about this video and the song I should hate. There's very little redeem redeemable about it, however. I don't hate it, I actually quite like it and I don't understand why. I don't know if it's just the cold hard grip of nostalgia on me or if they're doing some hy hypnosis David Blaine shit, but I do like it and I don't know why. Make of that what you will. This song takes me back to about 2001 when my parents first bought a family computer that had access to the internet. Since about late 1999 I'd been craving the opportunity to explore the world wide web, but also during that time we got uh, cable TV and had access to music channels such as MTV and VH1. And I think this was one of the first videos that just happened to play within a few days of having access to um, this like new form of content. This video to me always looked like a video game and at that time I was pretty much blown away by it. But fast forward 20 years later, the song certainly looks like ass, but I think in my opinion, Blue has got a get out of jail free card that I think kind of allows this badly aged music video to have a pass. So my favorite part is the timing between 2 minutes 11 and 2 minutes 18 when the lead singer looks like he forgot how the song goes because it's those very, very complicated lyrics we've already explained, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. <laughs> It just looks very, very confused, doesn't it? I thought I've interpreted that as he was confused why he was singing to aliens, but it does just look like he forgot the song. Well, to be honest, he could just be confused. Why is this in complete silence around him? Why is he actually acapelling this dabba dee dabba dabba? Where's my band gone? Oh, God damn it. They had the, the auto-tune. Where's the guy with the USB stick with the backing track? Uh, and the worst part is uh, three minutes, three seconds, the sign, please come back, which for iPhone Tower 65, which for iPhone 65... <laughs> apparently means that it's a-okay to waltz back on the planet, although they just literally incinerated half the population. <laughs> well, they did come back for future videos, so they must have worked out their differences. One can only hope. Favourite part is 2 minutes 23. One of the band members is doing some sort of spin punching. I can't even really describe it. It doesn't look like an effective fighting technique. He's just kicking ass and he's flying aliens all over the place and it's really good. The worst part is the fact that the aliens just wanted to put a gig on and the band go on a murdering spree. Can't we all just get along? Favourite part for me was uh, a moment where the shadow and lighting look pretty good at 1 minute 18. But until Scott sort of told me about the way the rigging works, it actually looks pretty shit now with the way they run down the hallway. But yeah, the lighting looks <laughs> all right. I mean, I thought, mm, yeah, it's not bad, not bad. I guess it was dark. Dark hides a lot of... Uh, a lot of flaws. Mm. Yeah, worst part, uh, I can't really forgive the aged animation. I think in all fairness, it looks shite now as it did back in 1999. But hey, at least it, <laughs> uh, it looked good in my mind. So, uh, Iron Nose. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with a very soft eye because I, I hate it, but also I can't 
not recommend it to every single person, but also I'm sure that everyone has already seen it. It apparently has some sort of magical lasting power, which is maintained to this day, judging by deviant art and other things. Every logical bone in my body says I should hate it, but I don't. So it's getting an eye from me for some reason. Don't know why. It's full of flaws, but at the same time, I think it's it's at this golden golden age in that sort of style of music that it gets a wide pass from me for a lot of the flaws. <laughs> and I kind of love it in this weird, nostalgic way, but I think it's one of those videos where, I don't know, just takes people back. Okay, I guess that's done for another week. Uh, take a look at the show notes uh, for today's links to today's video, links to Instagram, etc. Also, email us at gonetofarcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts and any recommendations for videos. If you enjoyed the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the podcast player of your choice. Uh, say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye bye. Bye 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 <laughs> oh Christ. <laughs>